Alright, hello. Welcome to another episode of BG Chats. It's a conversation between me and Bishop Gaston and team members. My name is Antonio Stinson. I'm the digital storyteller as well as your host for this podcast. And joining me today is one of our culinary team members, Nancy Calvary. How are you doing, Nancy? I'm doing fine. Alright, so Nancy, you know, you have a very, very interesting background. So just kind of tell me, you know, where did this all start for you? Well, um... I came back to Charleston in 2006, and I finished up my degree in computer information systems from Strayer University, and I went to ECDI, and I got a, a degree in computer electronics from ECPI. Um, during that time, there was a need in Charleston for underdeveloped communities to have computers and computer labs. So what I organized through the Crane Organization, which was started by my dad, what we did was we went around, gathered um, systems that people weren't using anymore, business weren't using anymore, and we used um, we put together three different computer labs, one in the North Neck, one downtown at St. Junior Divine, and one at my church. And then we also donated computers to communities that, that people in communities that wanted to have one and could afford to buy one. I also used to teach classes on how to use the system and how to get you know, how to use a, a computer and Word and Excel and to the community as a community service project. And you know why do you, why is it so important for you to be able to give back your computer skills to those in need? Um, because when I learned how to use a computer. I completely learned on my own. I taught my I was so taught at first because we got our first computer through a donation. Me and my boys. I'm a single parent in Florida. I lived in Florida. I raised my children in Florida. Um I got a donated computer and I had and part of it broke down. So I had to learn how to do replacement parts and that was the beginning of my journey. Learned, I learned how to install a hard drive and on my own just by, it wasn't even, we didn't have Google as a process or any of that stuff. We, I learned, or YouTube, to teach you how I learned on my own and I put together, I rebuilt our computer and then I got another donated one and the boys messed it up again. So I had put new parts in that one. So during that I just learned and I was like, you know, you need to go to school for this. So that began my journey at Strayer University. And, and I don't like programming, so it, it's, it's a totally different language. So then I was like, you know, I like the building side better. So I went back to learn the electronic side, so I learned how to build it. And like, what, what interested you in that? Like, what made you want to just learn more and more about being able to put computers together? Because of the help that I got with my sons, I wanted to give that back. 
And I always teach them and tell them to give back what they they got from their experiences with the Boys and Girls Club and um, throughout the community what they got what they got because they were given things that they wouldn't normally get from me because I was like I said I was a single parent. So as everyone knows it is you know election season still going on here in the United States of America and Nancy herself is actually a winner of one of her own elections. Um, she is the she works in the public service district in St. Andrews. Um, she's been there since 2011 when she was sworn in. Um, so just kind of talk to me a little bit about your experience working there. That was all due to my parents. Our community activists um, came from our parents pushing us to be active in the community because both of them were active in the community. Um, they ran the Crane organization with the, another group of people. Um, they started the Crane organization. They organized it with another, you know, they, that was their brainchild. My dad, my brother, and my mom. Uh, they brought in a couple of other people to sit on the board, and we did more than we did a lot of community service work. Um, when in 2010, my my parents always taught us to um, from young kids that voting was very important and to be community act, community service wise active was very important. So when we moved here in, in um, 1975, he just, dad was just getting out the Navy. We moved here and they joined a political party. They got us all involved with that party. Um, we did campaign, we did plays and shows with that party. Um, actually, um, they, they're the ones who are most influential in my life as far as community activism goes because um, they're the ones who taught us that that is most important to be involved in your community and be involved with your kids and just keep them informed, updated, and educated. So in 2010, a guy wanted to resign from the St. Andrews Public Service District. He, he knew my dad, they were good friends. He came, instead of him just saying I resigned and the job just going up to anybody on the ballot. He he came to the house, he talked to Dad, and he was like, hey, I want you to take this seat. And Dad was like, nah, my time with that stuff is over. Um, I, but my daughter, my dad always called me Phyllis by my middle name. But my daughter Phyllis over here can do it. Yeah, Phyllis, come on, you can do it. So he gave me that encouragement to do it. We went out campaigning, bought signs, collected donations for my signs and my flyers, and I had uh, my family members stand at each polling place my first time going in 
and to just to introduce me when I was at one poetry place introducing myself, they were over there handing out flyers to everybody that, that belonged to the PST, and I did win. Um, he he ran for several offices, the school board, and I can't remember the other one because I was in New Charleston at the time. Um, and he also and he also held several seats on boards. He a uh, board of accountancy, which oversees accountants and their accountants, and a library board, which oversees the head Charleston County. So he oversaw all the libraries in Charleston County to find out their needs and what they when what they wanted to do to make their library better. So to and take it back to the board and present it to them every month. And from there, after my mom sat on the board of elections until she was hired on. And and retired from the she retired from the board of elections. Um I also and well, with that, we had a successful campaign, and I joined the PSD in 2011, and I also sit on two other boards, stemming from that. I sit on the Council of Governments, the Berkeley, Dorchester, Charleston County Council of Governments, and we oversee all the plans for major construction before it gets started within the city in all the cities, um, Berkeley, from Berkeley County, Georgia County, and Charleston County. We are the ones who look at the plans, hire the architects, oversee all that before we actually do the work, before the work is started. Um, that was, that's very interesting to me. And I, I just like the fact that I'm growing and learning a lot. Um, I I just was recently reelected, but it was bittersweet because my dad passed away, and I, I I had a hard time campaigning this time. I sat on my bed, I cried. I was like, I don't have my dad. I have my mom, which is great support too, but I don't have my dad because I don't have him saying, "Come on, Phyllis, you can do it again." But I can hear him, you know, it's like, "Come on, Phyllis, you can do it again." I was like, yeah, I could do it again, but I miss you. So it was very, it was a struggle to even put a sign out. You know, my mom was like, where are your signs? I'm not out yet. I think I put out two signs. <laughs> Although I didn't have any opposition, um, it just was, she didn't, I didn't tell her what was going on because I didn't want to upset her or worry her. She got a knife on her plate. So I just um, muddled through, got through it, and was reelected as commissioner for the St. Andrews Public Service District. So, well, first of all, sorry to hear about your dad um, passing away, but how did it feel in that moment to to just finally get to get over that hump? You got through this tough campaign process for yourself and came out on top and were able to win again. How did that feel in that moment? It, it feels bittersweet 
You know, I'm glad I won again. I'm glad that we have, um, that I'm there again. Um, I'm grateful for all the, that came out and participated in the election process. A lot of people don't think that being in the election process is important, especially when it comes to the smaller races and the smaller candidates. They think that the only thing that's really important is your president, but that's not true. Your local people are the ones who work for you more than your president ever will. No matter who he, your president is, your local folks are the ones that work for you. And these smaller races, Consolidate School Board, they're the ones who take care of kids, make plans in, in um, overseas schools to make sure your child is getting what they need. Um, waste management, they're the ones who take care of your garbage, Without without these people in place, can you imagine if no one took care of your garbage? Could you imagine if no, no one oversaw a school? Well, that's what it would be like if we didn't have these smaller elections and these people that you don't think are important. Imagine not having a fire department or having a, a misconstrued bunch of departments that don't know if they should attend your fire or not. So this is why it's very important for us to vote and get out there no matter what, no matter how we feel. It, you may not think it's important, but yes, it's very important. And you know, what, what, what is it about your position with the PSD that you enjoy? What is it something about that that you enjoy? I enjoy the fact that we oversee fire departments and sanitation departments. When I first started, sanitation workers were making minimum wage, and that hurt. And I, and I can't give up on that because they, they greet you with a smile when they pick up your trash. They don't just pick up your trash, they be like, we had the best team of sanit on our road. We had the best team of sanitation workers there were. Not only did they do that, because my, um, they would go, my dad was a giver, so he would give them gifts every Christmas because he gave them gifts every Christmas. They would always make sure that our can was bought to the back of the yard and placed back in place, even though they had a whole other, they had all their other work to do. They make sure his can got back there because they knew he, his age and he was, but he would make sure every year to get Christmas gifts. Um, th that's very important. Um, also, the fact that our lower end of the fire department, they weren't making the minimum standard either when I first joined the board. and. I, I was like, this is tough because um, several commissioners um, were like, no, we don't want to raise. We don't need. A, they don't need a raise. We got to raise the millage if we give them a raise. Blah 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 blah. And so I talked to my brother, and my brother said, well, you want your garbage pickup, don't you? <laughs> well, 
you want if you did a fire, you want somebody to take care of it. If y'all don't do something about it, then you're gonna lose your workers. And I was like, well, yeah, you're right. And so those are things that I took to them, and we wind up every year pushing them up and up and up and making sure they were above the minimum standard because that's where they need to be because their job is hard. And uh, although a lot of the guys that I first started out with retired, the young ones coming in are just as good to work for on our street. You know, they, they're just as good. They get out, they pull trash to the to the back. I can to the back. You know, they help. They're, they're very grateful for what they do. Um, and to, the fire service has updated and upgraded. We have gone to consolidated dispatch to help with those smaller problems that we were having as a smaller fire station, a group of fire stations. We don't have big like the city, we're smaller. So our, we had the only ladder truck and they were just running our ladder truck to death too because that's the rescue. So any rescue our ladder truck was going to. Um, so it's consolidated dispatch. It was a real big help to the fire service. And I'm pretty sure I saw something where you are the first woman of color. Is that correct? To be yes. part of this? Yes. How does that make you feel to know that not only are you representing, you know, your district, but you're also representing a as a woman of color in that role? I I mean, I'm proud of that fact and I put that out there on black um on Black History Month because we Smaller people don't. Nobody knew that I was the only one, and I'm been the only one on the board. The first one, and probably maybe I don't know. Trying to get our people involved, and which is a harder process than you want to think. But um, I'm really. My niece put it out first because her job, she's one a trailblazer also, and my uh, my sister Joanne is also a trailblazer in her field. So therefore, I I put it out for my my sister Joanne because she's a trailblazer in her field, and I put it out for myself because I'm a trailblazer in my field. So um. We have to let people know and be recognized that we are above what people don't what people don't know and automatically assume about us is is not really true. So to be a trailblazer is an accolade for you. Well, she's a bigger trailblazer than I am. My oldest sister is the vice president of the University of Pennsylvania. What do you think seeing people like your sister and yourself in these roles can do for the next generation that is coming up? It gives it gives our younger people hope that you can move forward, that you can be 
more than you may have been told that you can achieve. Hey, is there anything else you wanna wanna add or? Yeah, we we as a community have to come together. We can't let strife and misjudgment and people's comments keep us back. We have to move above comments to people that they may not like you. Who cares? <laughs> they may have judgments against you for knowing God reason. So what? They may try to keep you from doing what you know you can do and what you have within you. Don't let anyone hold you back from what you know you can do. And if you have people that believe in you, if you have one person that believes in you, you gotta stick with that one person that actually believes in you. All right, thank you so much for joining me, Nancy. You're welcome. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of BG Chats. Make sure to share with your family and your friends. You can find us on any of the major podcasting platforms. We'll see you next time.